0: hear this morning's gospel, I think it's clear to all of us that the theme of this weekend is definitely the love that we should have for one another. But there's a danger in saying that because we've heard probably so many sermons, so many talks, so many comments on how Christians are called to love one another. There's a danger because when we hear this topic, we can easily either roll our eyes or turn off, you know, the attention in our brain because you say, well, we've heard that before. We need to love one another. So I'd like to invite you not to do that this morning, to bear with me briefly as we try to pull out a little bit more of what Jesus is saying in today's gospel. It's so easy for us to read over the depth of what the Lord is trying to uh, convey to us, the depth of his new commandment. The first thing that's interesting, which we may have passed over, is Jesus speaks about giving us a new commandment. Why is that interesting? It's interesting because love for our neighbor was commanded by God in the book of Leviticus, in the Old Testament, over a thousand years ago, more than 2,000, 3,000 years ago. And in Leviticus, what does God command us? He commands us to love your neighbor as yourself. So you can say, wait a minute. If in the Old Testament that's already been asked of us, right, to love our neighbor as ourself, then why does Jesus say, I'm giving you a new commandment? What's so new about loving my neighbor as myself? It's been around for a long, long time. And what's new about it is the second part of that commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. That's the novelty of what Jesus is asking us to do. And it's intimately connected. This Sunday is intimately connected with last Sunday, Good Shepherd Sunday. What kind of love does Jesus have for me? Well, he has the love of a shepherd shepherd who basically lives the life of a sheep a shepherd who sleeps out in the rain and the cold a shepherd who goes where the sheep go a shepherd who feels what the sheep feel the elements the cold the rain the shepherd who in the case of an attack by a wolf is willing to sacrifice his own life what Jesus is saying is not only should your love for me be like the love that I have for you, but the love that you have for one another should be that same love. That is, one who spends time with the one he loves. One who feels what that other person feels and experiences. One who is even loves to the point of laying down his life for that other person. That's the kind of love that we're called to have for our neighbors. And it's something that's very attractive. I think all of us, when we either watch a movie or we hear about, especially in, in the news, all the, all the uh, paramedics, all the uh, people in Boston who, many people fled, but there are also many people who ran to the scene of danger, right? Sacrificing, willing to sacrifice their own lives out of love for the other person. And it's something that moves us, right? Even though we don't like hearing about it maybe in a homily because it seems very repetitive, it's something that strikes deep chords within us. It's something that resonates. All of us like a story that ends with the main character sacrificing their life out of love for another, right? That's always in the making of a good story, a good movie, or when we experience experience it in reality, right it, it moves us it's deeply touching it's very attractive my dear brothers and sisters one thing that's interesting to note is how christianity has always been very attractive especially in the early centuries Right, tertullian in the second century comments how the romans would look at the christians and they would be amazed and say look how they love one another And we, at so many years from the event, we don't quite understand what the Romans were saying. It wasn't that the Christians were holding hands or they would hug each other or they would say hi to each other in the street. That's not what the Romans were amazed at. What the Christians were doing is they were going out to the city dumps and they were picking up the infants the old people those who rejected by society and they would bring them into their own homes and treat them as their own family right the whole pater familia system that was in ancient Rome that Constantine thanks be to God abolished now what was the pater familia system it was when a child was born into the family he would be presented to the father of the family and if the father didn't like the child or didn't want to accept the child the child was taken out to the city dump and left to die and a similar thing was happening with the elderly with the maimed the sick and Christians would go out and they would make these people part of their own family that made Christianity extremely attractive and I think at the same time we have to recognize what's happening here in our community of St Margaret of York something similar is and has happened here at St Margaret of York how many of you have experienced in time of need the outreach of this community so many tragedies here and there that we've Heard about just in our own community, and to see how this community goes out and reaches out, extends the hand to those who are in need. That's something that's an attractive. Just a statistic for you. At St. Margaret of York, an average of two families register at this parish every week. Every week of the year, two families, on average, walk in that door and sign up, officially register at St. Margaret of York. There's something beautiful, there's something attractive that's happening here. We should be congratulated. But at the same time, and our Lord reminds us in today's gospel, at the same time, Make sure that we're continually renewing that love. Renewing that radical love of Jesus Christ and our love for one another.